In a new report out today, the market for plant-based or lab-made meat is so huge, they believe it could climb to, ready for this, $140 billion. $140 billion with a B in the next 10 years. This is out from a Barclays who said that investors and traditional food companies appear intrigued by the alternative meat sector, noting the insane gains that were made by a Beyond Meat Incorporated since uh, their recent uh, IPO initial public offering. What exactly is behind this? What is fueling this? Let's welcome in our friend, nutritionist and founder of Go With Your Gut, Laura DeSanctis joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Laura, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing well. How are you, Jeff? I'm good, thanks. Uh, just uh, first off, are you a little shocked, a little taken aback by just how uh, plant-based and lab-made meat, uh, how this market has seemingly really flourished and grown uh, pretty rapidly? No, no, not at all. Actually, being a nutritionist and being in the space for over five years and working for consumer products and brands that have uh, protein bars and supplements, I'm seeing a lot of consumer demand and even with one-on-one um, being a nutritionist with my clients, a lot of demand on going more of a plant-based diet, a lot of it specifically for health reasons. Is that what is really resonating, you think, with the folks and why we're seeing this uh, explosion is, uh, you know, people are just getting healthier. There's maybe more information available online and other places that they're kind of educating themselves. Exactly. I think consumers are demanding more education um, where they're their food is coming from, like they're assessing literally what is on their plate and they're going back to, especially when you look at um, all these reports and all these studies and even when you see on, I guess, a lot of Netflix series and these exposés of farming methods, genetics modification, artificial foods, ingredients, the ammonias and fertilizers that are put in, in the feed and given to the animals, a lot of people are steering away from that. One, because they don't want to consume this uh, and secondly, there's a lot of hormones, especially um, the estrogen in our meats which is called the xenoestrogens. And that can create a lot of issues, um, health concerns, especially infections, a lot of mucus, a lot of inflammation in the body. And even in studies with rats, it can lead to cancer. All right, what's your take on this so-called lab-made meat, which is taking off along with uh, plant-based, what appears to be, I guess, meats or plant-based burgers? Uh, Is that good for you, or is the jury still out on that? I think there's the jury still out on that. I don't know enough when it comes to the lab-based meat, um, how much actual organic or what type of products they're using to replicate what an actual real kind of meat burger would look like. I know with some burgers, when you actually cut inside, even though they're a vegan or plant-based kind of burger, the look is that it's supposed to still bleed like a meat burger. So it, it will have the effect of like the juiciness and the color, uh, the rich color of, let's say, a beet instead of actual animal blood. But I don't know enough information about um, what artificial ingredients are put in these products. Yeah, talk to us a bit about to these plant-based uh, meat or burgers. Uh, are they all created equal and are they better than, uh, you know, traditional uh, hamburger? I don't think they're all created equal. That's a great question. But I do think uh, right now when we're looking at conventional meats and traditional hamburgers that are out on the market, they are a lot healthier, especially when we look at the the fillers and the content that they put in uh, conventional burgers. They put a lot of gluten. They put a lot of artificial colors, sweeteners, preservatives, and even nitrates to give it that pink, kind of juicy, appealing texture to consumers. And a lot of people don't realize that um, when you look at conventional beef or even bacon, that rich, juicy color is nitrates. But those are all um, coloring agents 
to give that pleasant color, but they're actually masking and they're filled of harmful chemicals. Yeah, I know A&W has uh, made some news over the last uh, year, year and a half or so with their plant-based burger and some other Mm -hmm. fast food chains have kind of jumped on board uh, as well. But do you have to be really careful with that as well in terms of, uh, you know, what is the bun that's on it? uh, What kind of bread are you having? What sort of toppings, condiments you're putting on it? Exactly. I think everything in unison, everything's all together. And like I... I really like to tell my clients, like, really assess, like, what's on your plate. So if you are getting a vegan burger, are you adding the bread or are you adding lettuce? Are you adding condiments to it? Uh, Do you know enough research about what are all the ingredients in there, especially if you have a lot of intolerances? They can, um, with vegan burgers, they can still add gluten as a binary agent, or they can add celery root extract, which acts the same way as a sodium nitrate um, when eaten, and it can contribute to cancer long-term. So when we look at these cured meats and meat products, we know that they're not healthy for us, but also when we're looking at vegan options, what preservatives are in them as well. We need to consider that. All right. Certainly uh, some interesting uh, stats, uh, particularly $140 billion that they expect the uh, plant-based and lab-made, uh, lab-made meat uh, markets to grow in the next 10 years. Laura, really appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right. Talk soon. There's a Laura DeSanctis nutritionist, and you can find her on Instagram at uh, Go With Your Gut.